Stephanie. I'm Justin. And this, this is, is the Villages Church, Church Podcast, where we will discuss everything Villages Church, Columbus, Ohio, and questions you may have about God and the Bible. Welcome back to another episode of the Villages Church Podcast. Here we go. This is like episode, I don't even know what number we're on, but, but we're rolling right now. I know. Well, this is fun, isn't it? Something we've always wanted to do. Today's going to be a lot of fun. Is it? Uh, well, we'll find out. <laughs> we're going to ask some questions okay. that I think everybody has asked probably at some point in their life. And uh, today, you have you should. today <laughs> we're going to give the groundbreaking, earth shattering, revelatory. Whoa. Is that a word? I don't know. Those are big words. Answers to some of life's hardest okay. questions. So, God questions. Okay. Let's go. Let's go. So, how about you first? Or me first? I'll ask you a question first. All right, here we go. Let's start with this. Why do bad things happen to good people? Whoa. <laughs> Why don't you take that one? <laughs> <I'll pass. laughs> Why do bad things happen to good people? Um, I think we've all wondered this, right? And I know a lot of people who are anti-Christianity, anti-even religion. Uh, it's one of the first things they say like yeah. if there is a god then why do bad things happen to good people yeah. why is there famine why is there sickness why does that person lose their life at a young age um the real questions they're heavy questions they're hard questions yeah. um and we're all looking for answers so groundbreaking earth shattering <laughs> revelatory answer are you ready yes okay we probably don't have one of those answers for us today well, i was ready for it <laughs> <laughs> because here, here's the reality there are some questions that on this side of heaven we're never going right. to know the answer yeah. for sure. We're not meant right? to know. Why do bad things happen to good people? Why do good things happen to bad people? It seems right. <laughs> yeah. Like I didn't cheat at work and the other person <laughs> I know cheated and they got a promotion and I didn't get a promotion, yes. right? Yeah. It just doesn't make sense. Yeah. Um here here's the reality. God is sovereign, okay? Yeah. So God can do anything he wants to do. He yep. is God. And who am I to tell God that he's doing it incorrectly? He's doing it wrong. Here, yep. Here's what I have learned in life that we don't know the whole story most of the time. No. And when Probably it looks never. like one person <laughs> is always blessed and another person is always going through it, the reality of it is a lot of times when you see people who are blessed, there's also a lot of suffering in their life that maybe Absolutely. you don't see. And the reality of it is God is just it doesn't say he's fair he's just right he knows how to have relationship with each one of us individually right. and we don't have all the answers i don't know why sickness comes i don't know why hardship comes but at the end of the day i trust a loving god yeah. jeremiah says that he knows plans for me and yes. to lead me to an expected end yep. and so there, there's this old saying that I don't, I don't know what tomorrow holds but i know who holds tomorrow yeah. so i can't tell you why good things happen to bad people or bad things happen to good people but what i can tell you is that god is a just god yeah and i'll take my chances in his hands every single day of the week i agree yeah let's let's talk about another question here um does god really love me i mean in short yes <laughs> that's okay an easy, that was an easy question that's an easy answer All right, hold on, let, let me expound on the question a little bit more then I've got a ton of regret and remorse in my life. I've made a lot of mistakes. I've done this and I've done that. And maybe I've been in and out of prison and maybe I've committed this sin and this is unforgivable. And yeah. 
can God still love me? I came to God. I found forgiveness. And then I went and really messed it up. Yeah. Can't God love me? Let me phrase it one more way. This is like My church question. didn't welcome me. Yeah. Maybe they asked me to leave. My family gave up on me. Does God love me? Because I think that's the, the heart of it. Because a lot of people really want to know that answer. Oh, yeah, I know. I think those are all it's one good question with a lot of parts that can yeah. come to it and a lot of um, variations of the question. But I think one of my favorite verses, and I think I've went to this a lot in the last few years, is a very well-known verse, and that's John three sixteen. For God so loved the world yeah. that he gave. Yeah. He gave his son. I'm a mom of two sons, and so I can't even wrap my mind. My mind can't fathom um, loving someone else, someone outside of my family, somebody that I don't know, somebody who has done wrong um, and done horrible things, and giving my son in exchange to take away what they did. My mind my mind can't fathom that. Again, I'm a mom, but I'm very human in my nature. I love my boys and I just can't imagine that. And so when I put myself in those shoes um, to picture a God that loves me enough that he gave his son, that's how much he loved me yeah. knowing because the, he knows the end from the beginning. He knows uh, He knows exactly how you said in, in um, Jeremiah. Yeah, he knows the thoughts and plans. <laughs> he, he knows, knows an expected end. He knows yeah. what's going to happen at the end. He knows where we're going. He knows the path that we're going to take. And even in knowing that, he still gave his son. He gave his son's life for us. And I think that's a beautiful. Um, but in Ephesians, it says that we are his masterpiece. God created us. He created each and every one of us. He knew the good we were going to do. He knew the bad that we were going to do. But it, it still says that we're his masterpiece. He yeah. looks at us. It, like something that you've made if you've ever been to one of those um pottery places and you painted something you were so proud of and you set it up on a shelf that's your masterpiece that's how god looks at each and every yeah. one of us that's how much he loves us and even again i go back to being a parent being your kids even if my kids do bad things and they talk back to me and they fight because they're brothers they and never <laughs> yeah right um and they do all of these things, even knowing that that's going to happen. That doesn't change how I love my children. That doesn't change that I would do anything in the world yeah. for them. Um, nothing that they can, ev that nothing they could ever do would change my love for them. Um, because yep. it's, it's how we, it's just how we operate. It's how God created us. And that's exactly how he looks at us. No matter what we've done, no matter where we've been, no matter what has happened in our life, happened to us or happened on behalf of us, you know, however that works, he still loves us. Yeah. He said, if you being evil know how to give good gifts to your yep. children, how much, how much more, more do I know? Yep. And then one last verse comes to mind, greater love hath no man than yep. us. So I love that yeah, answer. No, I think that's a great, but in short, yes, God really loves you God no matter you. what you've done. Okay, next question. Which denomination is God's denomination? Oh, well, that's fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, the answer in short is God is not a denomination. Um, that's true. God isn't Baptist. He isn't Pentecostal. He isn't Lutheran or Catholic. I'll just stop there before yeah. we name off any others. <laughs> you know, any denomination that claims that we are the only ones headed to heaven, that we have a monopoly um, to get to heaven, that's an immediate red <laughs> flag because there is no denomination in God. There is, and I like to say it this way, there is the little C church and then there's the capital C church, right? Yeah. There's a lot of expressions of God's church. Uh, and that would be like the little C church, right? Villages would be considered like the little C church. Like yeah. we are not the, the church, church, the end all. <laughs> We're the only no, ones who have it. Not. We're part of that. But overarching, there is the big capital C church. And so God isn't a denomination, but he did, he did die 
so that we could have relationship with him. He commissioned his disciples who became apostles to go and start the church and yeah. share the gospel. And so God's not a denomination, but what I would say this is you want to make sure you find a church that believes what the word of God yeah. says, right? Yeah. So the Bible is our only source of appeal. It is the final authority on everything. Churches all have statements of faith, but it better line up with the Bible because yeah. that's where the dust settles yeah. right there. No, that's very true. The word of God is inspired and it's inerrant. It's timely and it's timeless at the very same time. Yes. Ready for something fun? It's the B-I-B-L-E. The <laughs> best instructions before leaving earth. Okay, I that was you were going to sing that old song. <laughs> I got scared B-I-B-L-E. for a second. <laughs> that's the book for me? No, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Um, it's going to line up with the word of God. Yeah. And so... Um, you want to make sure that you aren't just going anywhere. You want to make sure that where you're going lines up with what you see in the Word of God. Anybody who tells you that you can't have a relationship with God for yourself, you can't pray for yourself, you can't read the Bible for yourself, that's a major red flag. I I would encourage everybody who ever attends villages, when they hear a message on Sunday, go home, open your Bible, and read it, and make sure that it says what you're hearing, right? And so God's not a denomination but he sure does love his church and he loves his people. No, I agree with that. Yeah. All right. So let's ask another question. Um, am I in the will of God? That's a question we all wrestle with. Should I take this job? Should I move to that city? Should I marry that person? Should I keep these kids? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> wow. Should I buy that house? I don't know if I want to be the one to answer that one. That's... my washer and dryer do i go maytag do i go another brand like does god that. want me to have chick-fil-a today or does he want me to <laughs> he have always wants you to have chick-fil-a that's the lord's Let's chicken talk about the will of god um why don't you speak to that for a moment i don't know if i want to take that question i think that might be a better question suited for you well i always say it this way i don't think that god has these two things that he holds in his hand and puts them behind his back and he's like this is my will this is not my will now you guess which hand right or left you got a 50 50 shot of being in my will or being out of my will i think that god has a plan for our lives he tells us that we've already talked about that today um but here's the reality i think it may not be quite as scripted as some of us think it is is it god's will that i have lunch today maybe but I'm not sure he tells me that I have to go to Chick-fil-A. I mean, I probably could go to Taco Bell or Wendy's or KFC or wherever, right? Yeah. I think it's the same way with a lot of things. Could I take this job and be in the will of God? And if I take that job, my other will of God? I, I don't know. You probably could take either job and still function within the will of God. Now, I think there are demarcating moments in our life. Yeah. There are moments where God's really leading us. There's red flags and he's like, ah, and you feel those things. Absolutely. But I think sometimes we overanalyze everything. And the reality of it is I'm called to be a light. I'm called to be a witness. I'm called to make a difference in my community. I'm called to make people around me better. And it's not like he's trying to trick me, right? I can walk and God can bless what I do as long as I live in the life that he's called me to. I I think that may be the best way of summarizing. Am I in the will of God? Well, I think so. As long as you're being sensitive to God, finding those caution, those red Flags. Also, there's just some blatant yes and no's. And blatant like, yes and no's. We can act like we don't see the no's sometimes. We can try to turn those into a yes sometimes. But it's like, it, it, you know, I think if if God takes things from us sometimes or we feel like he's saying a no to us, there's a meme that I've seen so many times and it's what always comes to mind. And it's a little kid holding on to this tiny teddy bear and Jesus is standing there, a picture of Jesus, and he has this massive 
teddy bear that's bigger than he is behind him and he's asking the boy like can you just give me this small thing like I have something so much better for you um and I think sometimes when we're navigating you know is this the will of God is that not the will of God or you know I know this was right and I feel like God is telling me no like why did God tell me no well chances are if he's saying no or you feel like it's not his will that there's something so much better for you that's just waiting right behind him and I think if we're just patient and you know walk through that then we'll find out what it is yeah I, I, would, I would just finish that conversation up with just two more quick things one you want people around you so i'm going to play both sides of this coin here you want people around you who can support that yeah when it comes to the will of god the first thing you want to do is look at the word of god does it line up yeah. with god's word because if it doesn't then it's not god's will yeah. but if it does line up with god's word then maybe it is have a pastor in your life have people around you as a sounding board to yeah. say hey does this feel right does this sound right what you know about me what you know about god yeah um so you need that but i'm going to play the flip side of that coin too Let's be very careful about people who are always telling people what the will of God is for their life. Because true. there's a lot of people. The will of God for your life is to do this, is to do this, is to do this. <laughs> you got to be careful with those people. I don't think I would ever walk up to anybody and be like, it is the will of God for you to... You should do that at Chick-fil-A today. <laughs> <laughs> no, I should not. No, I should not do that. All right. We have, uh, we have one more question. Okay. Um, does God really exist? Does God really exist? You know, of course I, he does. Oh, there you go. That's a wrap. <laughs> yes, he exists. I, you know, we we can get into theology, we can get into ideology, and we can start talking about all theologies and sociology. And, wow, let's end there. Let's stop there. <laughs> uh, here's the reality: when a person has an experience, you can take all the head knowledge in the world, absolutely, but it is really difficult to fight. A personal experience that somebody's had in their life yeah my answer to you today is yes God exists because I know that he's exists because I've experienced him in my life you don't know like I know I felt his presence yeah I looked back at moments of my life and I can literally tell you if God hadn't been there hadn't helped me do this hadn't opened that door closed that door there's no telling what would have happened there are these moments that I know beyond all shadow of a doubt that God yeah. exists. I, I heard the story one time. This man was giving this lecture um, about whether or not God was real. And there was a gentleman um, in the crowd who was sitting there. And the gentleman who was speaking was um, an atheist. And he was trying to tell him that God was not real. And this man stood up and he said, I, I have a problem with that. He's like, I do believe that God's real. And the guy said, okay. He's like, he was engaging him. He said, you, you tell me. He said, give me a reason, one reason why God is real. The man reached down into this little knapsack that he brought with him. And he pulled out an apple. And he took a bite of his apple. It was red, looked good, delicious, sounded good. He's eating it. And uh, the gentleman at the stage was kind of getting annoyed a little bit. Like, I'm trying to have a conversation with you. You're pausing for lunch break. <laughs> and uh, the gentleman said, uh, he said, he said, what is this? And he said, what's well, an apple? And uh, he said, you, uh, he said, do you know what it tastes like? And he's like, well, yeah, I know what an apple tastes like. And he said, uh, do you like apples? He's like, yeah, I like apples. He's like, how do you know what I'm eating here is real? He's like, well, I can see that it's real. He's like, but he's like, you don't know if this apple's good. You don't know. He just walks through this whole situation. But the point that he was trying to get to was you don't have to be eating the apple with me right now to know what the apple tastes like, to know that it's good, to know that you've experienced it, that you like it. Because in the past, you've had an encounter, you've had an experience yeah. with that apple, yeah. and you know from past experience. 
And so I think experience trumps everything here, right? I also, I've watched people's lives who want to walk down a road where they want to take God out of the equation. And sometimes we become like blinders on and our whole world's falling apart. And we're like, I don't know why my world's falling apart. I can't get why my world's falling apart. I know God isn't real, but I don't know why my world. And it's like, pause for just a moment and realize when you take God out of the equation, there are things that just don't operate the same way. I like to say it this way for somebody who, when we talk about marriage, we talk about finances, we talk about jobs. If we were to take God out of the marriage, would it make your marriage any worse? And if the answer is no, you're not doing it the right way, right? <laughs> you're not letting God do what he wants to do in your relationships the right way. I can put up with you. Without God? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> but with God, yeah. it, it makes it so much better. Right. So yes, God really exists. And um, yeah. There's just so much good that can come from that too.